Spend my days with a woman. Hey everybody, this is Philip Riccobono. You're listening to the ComingToAmericaBaseball.com podcast, the only podcast in English from the Pacific Rim talking about baseball around the Pacific Rim. The comings and goings of players in and around Taiwan, Japan, and mostly Korea. Uh, we also talk about pop culture and our personal lives a little bit. Uh, this week, I will be joined by Brandon Knight. This is a two-part series. You'll listen to part one tonight. This was recorded about 10 days ago. Um, so some things have transpired since then with the team that we did not address, uh, namely the losing streak. Um, but the Nexon Heroes seem to have gotten uh, past that and have started to win again. It is a Monday night here in Korea. We are dark uh, every Monday night. No baseball. Yeah, we're dark every Monday night here. Uh, special thanks to Che Woo Lim, Public Relations Department Senior uh, Assistant with the Lotte Giants, who has uh, given me access to Chris, Chris Oxpring down at Sajik Stadium uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, also Sean Kim with the SK Wyverns. And uh, Jerry Kim with the SK Wyverns as well, who uh, gave me uh, permission to talk with Jojo Reyes and Chris Seddon. So, Chris Oxpring, Chris Seddon, Jojo Reyes, all upcoming podcasts. We're doing uh, video and audio podcasts from here on in uh, whenever I'm able to get on location. I want to thank the listeners out there for going on to places like uh, mykbo.net's Facebook group and asking questions of players. Uh, they do appreciate them. Uh, they are intrigued by, by a lot of them. They're interesting questions. They're cerebral, thought-provoking questions, and some of them are really funny, too. So uh, without any further ado, enjoy part one of two, Brandon Knight, Nexon Heroes pitcher. Okay, uh, Brandon, first off, thanks for taking the time today. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, I know you've got a busy schedule. Nah. Um, and congratulations on the baby, number four. Thanks. It's... So, today, I'm with international journeyman, uh, Brandon Knight. I would have to say you're the, the most extreme journeyman out of all the pitchers here in the KBO. <laughs> uh, let me just go through it quick, quickly. Drafted and signed with Texas in 95, debuted with the Yankees in 01, played with the team until 02. Then on to Japan, signed with the Pirates, went on to the Atlantic League, the Mets, the Olympics in Beijing where you faced Korea. Did you pitch against Rio there? No. Uh, Junbong, the, the, who is now the closer for LG, he, okay. was the, he was the guy who started that game. Uh, so you were on Team USA. Then the Samsung Lions had the injury in the last two years here with the Nexon Heroes. Thanks a lot again for coming on. Hey, anytime. So what was your best moment in MLB, the, the, the defining moment, moment for you that you can remember? Hmm. Uh, personally, as, as far as playing, I guess it was the de- my my debut. That was that was just kind of a a, a pretty fun thing. Um, it was kind of in the Yankees' heyday at the time. Uh, they were it, still still a dynasty going on. So there was a lot of energy in the in the in the in the stadium. Who didn't matter who we were playing. It was sold out. Um, so that game was against Baltimore, and so just have fifty five thousand people there. And, and realizing that it was my debut and kind of getting behind me and supporting me there, uh, that was that was pretty cool. And then um, in the same in the same year, you know, collectively, probably the thing that that that, I, that sticks out the most is is playing 
um, the first game back at Yankee Stadium after September 11th. That was probably the thing that, that, that sticks out the most for me. Um, just being on the, on, the, on the field, they had us line up on, uh, all the way down the line um, with, the, with the, whether it be FDNY or NYPD or, or the Port Authority, that kind of thing, just step you know, ne next to each other. That was, that was, pretty, that was pretty intense. That wasn't the game the president came out. That was the World Series, right? Yeah, it was World yeah. Series. Yeah. Were you on the roster? No, okay. not for the World Series. No. Were you able to go? No, I was actually I was actually at home for that. So watching watching the whole deal that way. All right, so let's get fast forward to this season. Um, you're off to a good start, five and two, three point three three eight ERA. Um, one stat stat that jumps out at me is only one home run in seventy two innings. So mm -hmm. how, how is that happening? <laughs> Well, just just the style of pitcher that I am, I'm, I'm I'm a sinker guy, and trying to keep trying to keep the ball down, usually uh, lends itself to not giving up too many home runs. It's kind of funny that, that you say that. It's I had actually mentioned to, I didn't want to jinx it. Uh, I was talking to, to Andy uh, Van Hecken about the fact that I hadn't given up a home run, but I didn't say I hadn't given up a home run. It kind of got around the whole the whole subject, but he kind of knew what I was talking about. Of course, the next the next game I give up a home run. So <laughs> it's just like um, it, what's interesting about it is throughout my career I've made I've made a living on giving up home runs. Didn't matter if you were a big home run guy or some little guy or whatever. I gave up home runs. I threw I was I was all a lot of times I was up in the zone, threw a lot of four seam fastballs, and gave up a lot of home runs. But over the last couple of years, now throwing the sinker a lot more, um, that's that's gone down a lot. How about your team? You guys are in second place, 32-19-1, playing 627 ball. Um, you have some pop on this team, 417 slugging percentage, and you guys lead the league with 48 home runs. SK in seventh place, surprisingly, has 43. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about the pop on the team? Well, I mean, it's it's the uh, two guys that stand out that you just knew were going to come in and, and, and hit some home runs, Jung-ho and, and, and Jung-ho. Um, they, they've They've already shown that they have that ability. Obviously, with Bungo being the the, the MVP last year, um, and le I think leading the league in home runs, and and Jung Ho has, has been hitting home runs um, basically his 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 career up to this point. Um, I guess the big surprise, Isenio, um, the our, our DH, we got him from Doosan last year. Uh, he started off the season. I think the first week, I think he hit six or seven home runs, and I think now he has 13. Um, that's been a big. Um, a big contri contributor there. We they're just overall we have some guys who can drive the ball, um, and then two or three guys who can who really have some serious pop. Um, I'm impressed constantly about how much legit pop these guys have. I mean, it, it's one thing to hit home runs in this league; it's another thing to hit home runs on a regular basis and know that if they were playing in the states in the in the, in the in the ballparks in the states those would be home runs too and Jungho Byungho and 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 uh, Lee they, they they've hit some really 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 legit home runs they have legit power to all fields um, last year you guys got off to a hot start but missed the playoffs what's different about this year i think a little bit older there's been there's been a few um, additions um, with with Isuno doing doing his thing, providing some pop in, in, in a different spot. Um, we we picked up a couple relievers. Um, uh, Song from we got him from M NC. He used to be with with uh, with us. Kind of moved around, but he's been a been a really good um, stabilizing force for the for the bullpen. But I think overall it's just a maturity factor. Um, 
we, we got a little taste of success last year, weren't able to keep it up, but those guys realized that, hey, we're, we're pretty good here. Um, um, there, there's, I mean, we have definitely some, some guys who are maturing into uh, solid players. The, the, the potential was there, but they hadn't quite done it yet. And now that is that is definitely um, you know, started started happening. So and they're, and they're playing on a consistent basis. Um, it's just it's just a confidence thing. I think I think the guys overall are more confident than they were last year. I think last year it was hey we're, it's fun we're in first place for for a couple games or whatever. Now it's more of an expectation. This year, hey we're, we're we've got a chance to make the playoffs. And now I think there's a real expectation. Um, in a lot of these guys' minds, hey, we can we can be the best team in this in this in this league. Well, you probably and Andy, but probably you have the most experience on the team. Um, are you sort of a leader on that team, despite the language barrier and all that? Are you, are you one of the guys in the clubhouse who speaks up, or do a lot of guys come to you? I'd like to think so. I mean, I don't speak up very often. It's it's more when when the players have a question if they if they if they see something. It's not just the younger guys. It's the guys that are. Even uh, Itekun, our, our our captain, ha- actually had some things to ask me yesterday. What he thought about certain situations. Um, so yeah, I, w- I would think that they. That I mean, I'm also the oldest guy on the team. Um, so it, it, with with plenty of experience, whether it be here or in the states, and they'll ask me if they would if this would happen in the states or how how would they would 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 certain circumstance take place. Um, so I, that makes me feel good. It makes me feel a little bit more. Um, part of the team that they respect me and trust me enough to to ask me my opinion on some certain stuff. I'll get into some of the differences um, customs-wise, not rules-wise, between Korean and MLB. But one thing I saw last night, and I, and I believe it, it's caused by one of these differences in the customs, is Young Young Kim came out of the game and was upset with the home plate umpire mm-hmm. and threw the ball over his head. Mm-hmm. Now, in MLB... Um, I'm not sure about in Japan, but in MLB, the manager, the pitching coach will come out, take the ball from the guy, mm-hmm. and he's on his way. I mean, um, that's one of the customs that I'm kind of shaking my head out here. Normally here now, guy, the pitching coach comes out with the ball, gives that ball to the new pitcher, and the exiting pitcher throws it over to first, but Byung Young Kim decided to throw it over the home plate umpire's head. Mm-hmm. Could you comment on the Byung Young Kim thing and also this custom of two balls involved in a pitching change well I mean obviously he was frustrated um, you know a little backstory there I've actually that umpire he is probably the tightest umpire in the league he it's I I, I had a tough time with him um, I think I was facing Kia and we and we were and and there was plenty of pitches that I thought were very that were strikes and the catcher th- said they were strikes and just not not a call. So there there is there is a definite. Uh, you can definitely get frustrated with him. I mean, it, it is it is it is hard. Now there's certainly no place for w- for what he did for what for what BK did. Um, uh, he's invested in the game. Uh, he was frustrated with wh- how it how it turned out because he he made some good pitches, and they weren't called strikes, and it ended up getting him in trouble. Um, so it's 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 frustrating there, but obviously there there's no place for for what he did, and I'm surprised um, that that happened. But he's I think I think the the emotion that the the you know, heat of the moment got got the best of him there. 
Um, as far as the, the, the custom, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different. Um, I'm not really sure why they do that. There's just a lot of, a lot of the ways they make changes here, um, I think, are a little bit frustrating. Uh, but I don't think it... That's the first time I've ever seen that happen. First of all, that 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 type of deal. But yeah, usually, yeah. I mean, yeah. some sometimes you give the ball to the coach. Sometimes you throw it. To the, I I usually give it to the third base baseman, okay. um, just because he's right there. I'm coming off. Okay, there you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, cha- changes the the way that changes are made here are slow. Uh, the manager has to a lot of times has to come out and and tell the umpire what's going on instead of the. The, the player, a lot of like in the States, a lot of time, okay, I'm, I'm pinch hitting for so-and-so. Unless there's like a double switch, mm-hmm. usually that's, that's the, way, the way it goes. There's not this uh, ceremony to it. And it also, like, like from a pitcher standpoint, when a, when a, when a uh, manager makes a pitching change, it takes forever. It's, they've, they think about it for a second, and then they have to walk out kind of to the to the umpire to tell him that the the hitter is gonna gonna pinch hit, and then the hitter comes out to the batting circle, and then he finally gets in the box. All the time, to- all the-, the whole time, the hitter just okay, here we go. Whereas in the states, it's just like okay, this guy comes out on deck, he's pinch hitting, he goes out there. I mean, the amount of time it's like is like in Japan too. I think so. Yeah, it, it seems like it's 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 definitely quicker quicker there too. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things are slower here. So that's one custom. I'll run by the other ones that I've observed. I've only been here since August. Maybe you can think of some more. Okay, uh, the first pitch. You know, in the states, somebody comes out, whoever, a celebrity, mm-hmm. throws the pitch out. Everybody's hey, great. Takes a picture with the catcher, and he's off on his way, or she's off on her way. Here. You've got this person who comes out and kind of like does this, you know, mock wind up. Mm-hmm. Then they throw a batter in the batter's box and they swing and miss, which is, in my opinion, really cheesy. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you think about that? Uh, it's, I think, it, obviously, uh, being a, a, a fairly new league, 30, 30, a little over 30 years old, that kind of thing. And they do the same thing in Japan, by the way. They, they throw a, pit, a batter in the batter's box? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. So same thing, swing and miss, that, that whole deal. Mm-hmm. But I think part of it is just the... Uh, I, I assume that it probably started as just kind of an entertainment situation. Make it more fun for the fans, something ha-ha, he-he, yeah. whatever, and it's just continued to be like that. And so they, they, they're going to... I would assume they're going to continue to do it. Whereas... When obviously baseball starting in the states, and who knows when the first pitch actually was? I think it was like a president Eisenhower or something like that was the first one to actually throw out the first pitch, like a, a, and that became a tradition. But he threw it out from from the stands. I think you're right. I, think I don't know. If, was it Eisenhower? Yeah. Okay, so I, it, um, it, it's not. It, it was more of a. Um, I almost want to say like a reverential type situation. It wasn't like a entertainment type right. deal. It wasn't now. It's it's become a lot more than that here. So, what whatever it, it it makes it kind of fun for the fans, for the players. It's like okay, moving on. Let's let's get the game going. But um, it is what it is, and you kind of you just you just have to accept it. I, my my first year here though, there were a couple times where it it seemed to drag on for a while, and I had warmed I'd already warmed up, and yeah. I'm just kind of wow, let's go <laughs> and and. I had I really had a bad first inning. It kind of got in my head a little bit. It was like, gosh, I've been sitting out here forever. Wow. 
and it just kind of, uh, it just, it just, whatever. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it did take a long time. And so, I, I, I now that I'm used to it, it's not a big deal. I just kind of do my thing, and I'm ready to go once once they finally get off the field. The other thing I was surprised at is in between innings, you'll see pitchers throwing on yeah. the field. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a little bit dangerous. They usually stop, but maybe they, I don't know, lose track of what's going on and. But anyhow, how do you feel about that? I thought I just think it's kind of out of place. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, it is it is dangerous. Uh, they also do it in Japan. Um, but the reason that they do it is because you're only given four to five pitches to warm up once you go out there, which I think is which I think is I don't understand why they f- I think they feel like it's it's speeding up is speeding up the game, but. I, we get two minutes in between innings, and most, I, I would say, 80 to 85% of the time, you go out there and you throw your pitches, and there's still, like, at least 30 seconds left on the clock, that two-minute clock for the, for, the, for the batter to get in there. Those, those, that time could be used throwing more pitches, but, oh, no, can't have that. They, it's, it's five pitches, stop. You're done, even if even if the if, if you're waiting forever for the uh, for the batter to get in there. So I don't I don't like it. Um, take a guy like BK for example, when he's warming up out on, on on the sideline and you're backing him up, he likes to get way out far away from the fence. So you're right there. You're just like, okay. I'm, I gotta protect this guy and the ball. I'm 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 playing. You know, closer. I'm, I'm closer to the to the, the the hitter than like the third baseman is, especially like in a place like um, in uh, Masa NC. There's a really small amount of, of foul territory, and so like if BK is warming up, you've I mean the line is probably ten feet away, and I and you're also probably sixty feet from from the the, the batter's box. So you're on your toes. <laughs> you're on your toes, and I, I would certainly uh, prefer not to be there. <laughs> Have you told him, like, hey, BK, be careful out there? Oh, it's, I mean, he's, he's going to do what he's, what yeah. he's got to do. But it's, 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 even if he wasn't so close, I mean, if, if he moved back, there's not, like I said, there's not much foul territory there. So you'd still be, you know, 70 feet away, which is uh, when, you're, when you're talking about uh, you know, try, trying to defend somebody, trying to back somebody up. It's that responsibility, like, wow, somebody can really hit a, a laser over here, and my responsibility is to try to keep this guy from not getting killed. So, it's <laughs> that's the last thing you want to worry about when you're playing. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> and the, and it all, and it all can be solved by making instead of being being five pitches, being like seven or eight pitches. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is in the states. Yeah. Basically, you, eight in high yeah. School, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the next thing. Uh, players coming out of the dugout and greeting you as you come off the mound after mm-hmm. an inning, congratulating you, or mm-hmm. just maybe at a bad inning supporting you. Uh, every inning I see this. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, this in MLB, it's like leave the pitcher alone, don't yeah. talk to him. It, you know, it's they will like in the states. They're going to probably give you a pat or whatever, or high five when you get into the dugout. The 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 meeting you out before. Do I like it? No. Do I appreciate what the what the what the what's behind it? You know, the 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 support that kind of thing. I can appreciate that, 
but I, th I think at times it can be a bit much. There's certain teams, certain players in this league who take it to a whole different level. That are, I mean, they they're out way out uh, in 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 close to the line when that player comes out to high five everybody. It's like get your get get back in the dugout. Yeah. I mean, let, let's go. It's not and it, and it just it seems to be more about hey, look at me, I'm supporting us instead of being a team thing where okay you know good job whatever you go you go back about your business have you ever said anything to the guys like hey you know when i come off the mound you don't have to come out oh no no because because they don't our team it's not it's not over the top and the guys aren't going coming way out they okay boom boom high fives or whatever that's and that's fine with me it's not it's it's certainly not bothering me at all i mean if they, if they want to to do that that's that's their prerogative but it also makes it so when i'm when i'm in the dugout i need to i need to get up and, and do that too so i mean that that's that is it is what it is and i don't i don't i don't mind it like i said if I, I wish it was maybe a little bit different so it's not so cheery softballish i guess is what i what, what i would what i would say but um you know that's the way it's done here and 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 i'm gonna i'm certainly gonna go with it I mean, let's say you throw in a no-hitter, mm -hmm. and they all come up to you. I mean, that's when you really don't talk. Do they know? I, I don't, I've never seen this situation. Do they know when someone's throwing a no-hitter or it's the fifth inning? and Like, okay, stay away from this guy. I don't know. I really don't know if they do or not. I mean, I, I had a, a no-hitter through six um, when I was with Samsung uh, a few years ago. And nothing changed. It was, still, it was still the same thing. But I'm also not a big... Um, I'm not big on that whole that whole. Uh, I'm not a real superstitious guy. I I appreciate and respect the superstitions that people have. So, yeah, in a situation like a no hitter, I'm not going to say anything. I don't. I, don't, I But but um, if somebody wants to come talk to me, if if I'm in the eighth inning or ninth inning of a, or you know eighth inning of a of, of a no hitter, it's not going to bother me any. I'm just going to continue to go about my business or whatever. It's it's it, that's that's just fine with me. Um, but I don't, yeah, I mean, it really to answer your question, I don't know if they really do know much about that. I, I, I can't remember, I don't even know if anybody's thrown a no-hitter since I've, since I've been here, in, in the five years I've been here. So and I, don't, I don't remember seeing anything about it. Um, you and Andy Van Hecken, obviously, teammates, and um, probably, I would assume, you're the closest to him on Yeah. Um, do you guys feed off each other? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Because we, fortunately, we have, we we get along really well, and we have pretty similar personalities. Not particularly um, emotional, boisterous, or anything like that. Just kind of go out, go about our business, stay, um, you know, try to keep, keep an even keel. Uh, so we can when we talk about baseball, when we talk about what we see on the field, almost always we have the same thoughts about how things should be happening and, and, and that type of thing. So it's really helpful to just kind of throw things off each other. There are definitely times playing in a foreign country when, you, when, when things are done differently than you, would, than you would typically see where you just kind of want to vent. Like, gosh. Where, and, and you can't always say that type of thing to maybe a Korean player. It's nice to have somebody like Andy who, okay, what about this? Or he can do the same thing to me. Um, and there's definitely times where, like, when I went home, when I went home for the baby, 
I was gone for a week and he sent me a couple texts like I need you I need you here I need I need I need to, I need to vent I need to you know it just when he's sitting on the bench by himself and, and things are going on and he can't really voice uh, you know how he feels about something it uh, it, ma- it makes it difficult um, so there's this foreign pitcher group here in the KBO some guys are new some guys have been there a while do you guys talk do you talk to let's say like a Jojo Reyes uh, on Mondays when everybody's off is there a KBO foreign pitcher barbecue or anything like that <laughs> no no there's 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 nothing like that I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, I I got along really well uh, with Gary Glover when he was here he he was with SK for a few years so we would we we would uh, hook up whenever whenever like if we were playing each other that kind of thing um, I, I talked to, to uh, Dustin Nippert a lot when when we're playing each other same thing it's like I we don't really I, I haven't gotten together I don't think with anybody like just on an on an off day um, just because I guess I'm lazy like that I mean I I'm I'm kind of in my in my own world and and trying to plan getting together with somebody like on an, on an off day is like eh, okay when you're in town maybe maybe we'll hook up something like that so that's um, usually usually how it goes I'm sure that there's there's guys on this team that uh, are not on this team but like in the, in this league who are the opposite of me who any any chance they can get to to hang out with with somebody else from the states or you know uh, another another foreign player or whatever they're gonna do that so before we talk about this, it's been a crazy week, and obviously with the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks, that brawl. But here in the KBO, uh, there were some words uh, mentioned by Tim, Kim Tae-goon of the Hanwha Eagles. Um, have you heard about yeah. this? Okay. Um, some people say they were insensitive. Some people call him naive or dumb, uh, racist. Uh, he made some remarks to Shane Newman, mm-hmm. an African-American. Uh, in my opinion, ridiculous remarks, mm-hmm. talking about his teeth and mm-hmm. distracting him. Shane doesn't even open up his mouth when he pitches. Um, what did you think, and have you reached out to Shane? Um, well, yeah, the, you you mentioned them being naive, insensitive, racist. It was all of those. Um, I don't, obviously, in very poor taste. Um, the I th- I think the. The knowledge of, of racism in this country isn't certainly isn't as prevalent. There's not the um, uh, obviously being American uh, and all the things in, in our history that that, that uh, you know, pertain to racism and, and the things that are still going on to the, to this day in, in, in America. Um, it's all it's always there. So we as Americans are certainly more. Uh, uh, we we see it a lot more. We're we're aware of it a lot more. Um, I don't I don't I don't think that that Kim Tae Hyun really understood the the how how strong how strongly those yeah. those words he could said be taken. He was joking around. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. And, and that's the thing is he he was joking around, but it's not a joke. Exactly. It's not funny. You don't. First of all, you don't know. You don't know the man. I mean, I I, I play with Shane. I know Shane. Um, you know, if if I came up to him today after all this had had happened and said, "Hey, listen," you know, when we when we said hi to each other and all of a sudden he smiled, "Hey, calm down with the teeth, okay?" As a joke, coming from what had come on, right. it would be funny. There would be absolutely he he would know that I w- yeah. that it was completely. 
uh, a joke and kind of, in, in a way, kind of making fun of how ridiculous and how dumb his, his yes, exactly, how, how his, mm -hmm. th those comments were. I wouldn't do that just because it's, it's just, it's still a bit in poor taste. Yeah. It would be probably in poor taste to somebody who doesn't know me or doesn't know Shane. Um, but I don't think that that he was that, that Kim Tegun was trying to to hurt anybody, but he did. Um, it was a mistake. It was it was stupid. And I just hope that he that he realizes how not not smart it was. Um, and I think I think I think we'll probably move on pretty pretty quick from it. Um, but it, hopefully, it, maybe in a, in a way, I hope that it brings to the surface the fact that. Uh, the issue of racism here. Yeah, maybe the KBL can educate the Korean players yeah. on racism. Because um, some sort of PSA could come out or something. Sure. From Kim. And this is there. It's a it's a very uh, Korea. Obviously, is it's not the melting pot that that say the Western world is. Um, sure, there's a lot of um, Chinese in this country. There is a decent amount of of. Westerners in this country, but it's it's not the same. And I've also I, I, I read the paper constantly. It's a very this uh, can be a very xenophobic culture. Uh, and so, and with with the with the amount of of foreigners that are starting to come into this country to work or for or for whatever reason, um, that ha that that type of attitude has to change. You know, it's it's a it's it's a free world, and this is a this is a in, in Korea being a democracy democracy and a free society, um, have to realize that that, that 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 type of that type of attitude is outdated and, and just and, and just not right. So, one of the listeners uh, wrote something in the side world, Hung Sung Kim. Um, how have you dealt with uh, or endured the cultural differences here, and what has been the toughest part of you trying to adapt in Korea? I know you've been in Japan. Mm -hmm. I lived in Japan too, but. It, it just seems a bit tougher to adapt here. I don't know how, how it's gone for you. I haven't had a problem at all. Um, you know, he, uh, well, it's, okay. The, the older generation, you will definitely see a... They're almost looking through you in, in, instead of at you. Whereas the younger generation is curious. They they want like they, they know some English they can't wait they want to hi hello how are you whatever it's it, there there is that curiosity mm -hmm. so it, it, it teammates def as well oh yeah absolutely yeah. well I mean and teammates are all are, are all I w what I would consider younger generation they've all when when they're in school they're they're learning English they're, that's that's one of the first things that they're that they're doing that's also a huge part of their curriculum in the schools here is to is to learn English. Um, but so that's just that's like an everyday society type situation. It's it's really nothing. I haven't really dealt with anything bad uh, per se. It's more of just like uh, the a lot of some of the older generation will just kind of all right, you're here, you know, not just not not really care all that much. Um, from a baseball standpoint, it it can be difficult. Um, it was it was actually more so in Japan. You were you were definitely hired help. You weren't. I, I never really felt when I was in Japan. I never really felt like I was part of the team. Never. Um, even when and, and that was even with being successful. I was I was successful my first year. Um, the 
went to the, the Japan series, we won the Japan series, but I just never felt that closeness um, in those teams. And it, it's also, uh, and you'll, you'll notice that, like in Japan, they have a lot of, they have five, six foreign guys on the team, and they just shuttle them back and forth to the minors. You're just, oh, had a bad game, beat it. Okay, go down the minors. Oh, okay, we'll use you next time. It just, it's very, it's very cheap, it seems like to me. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. They, they don't, it just, it, it doesn't seem like they appreciate the contribution that you're, you're trying to make and how difficult it is to be a foreign player. I haven't really had that so much here. Um, probably because there's only two, two foreign players allowed. Um, they're maybe treated more like, hey, you're here for the long run. Um, sure, they, they do make changes, that kind of thing, but they can only make so many changes during a season. And so I think that that's part of the reason why you're, you're, you're treated a little bit differently here. Um, it certainly helps if you're older. Uh, the fact that I'm a veteran guy, oldest guy on the team, I'm shown a lot more just just you know, Korean culture in general. Yes, um, you know, since I'm older than everybody, it's it's kind of implied that there, that I'm I'm to be shown um, you know more respect uh, maybe than than a, than a younger um, even a younger foreign player that that type of thing. So that certainly helps to just just ease that that maybe that little bit of, of possible uh, awkwardness or whatever uh, but there are definitely younger players here who do have those issues but it, one, one thing I will say if you conduct yourself in a good in, 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 in a good manner not be too boisterous not be kind of an eye guy like this is the I'm, I'm a foreign player I'm going to do it my way this kind of thing you're gonna, you're for the most part gonna be fine. The guys who conduct themselves with class and and respect and respect their 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 Korean players, the the Korean culture as far as baseball culture. If they're doing well, obviously everything's golden. But if they start to struggle a little bit, they'll get more of a chance to succeed. The guys who don't show any respect for the culture uh, or anything like that, when once they start to struggle. They will pretty much get shut down. They will okay. This guy, not only is he is he not a good player at least at, the, at that time, but he also doesn't really care about us. Maybe he's just here strictly to make some money. So they will they will definitely shut shut down communication with them, and it's okay. Let's move on to the next guy. What do you say to a Dana Evelyn who's come here and really struggled? Had some good starts, but mm-hmm. hasn't had many Ws. I think just one. <clears throat> he's in a difficult situation. Being being on that team is it can be can be difficult because there there is so much they have struggled so much over the years. They also have a very very traditional manager, um, which lends itself to how should I say um, basically a move on type uh, type attitude. You're a foreign player. He, he definitely, tr- to me, he definitely treats his foreign players like hired help. Um, so I think I think it's been difficult for him to have some struggles. Um, you just kind of have to keep on plugging uh, because it can definitely turn around. And buy it, and I don't I don't know him personally. I'm, I haven't even I haven't talked to him at all. Um, but if he is continuing to do all the right things, say the right things, be be a good guy, work hard. If he starts to do well, 
which he's had some good games. If he if he starts to do well on a regular basis, all of the all of this stuff that's gone on, all of the the, the struggles that he's had, um, the thoughts, it's not going to matter because he's he's been a he's been a good soldier and he's and he's and he's doing well. That's really uh, bottom line. When when you are a foreign player here, the number one thing to play well. That's what that's why you're here is to is to contribute contribute and frankly to be one of the better players on the team. You're not you're not here to be a role player. You're here to be one of the better players on the team. Um, and if you, and if you don't do that, it, it's it's uh, there's plenty of other guys in the states um, who 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 would love to be here. It's a really good opportunity, um, so they're, they're going to they're gonna go ahead and move on. We cut it off a little bit there. You'll get part two and the rest of what Brandon said by tuning in in a couple of days. Part two, Brandon Knight will drop on iTunes, um, or you can go to comingtoamericabaseball.com. To reach me on Twitter, it's at comingtoamerbb. That's at comingtoamerbb. Or you may want to be dropping me an email, your old school, phil at comingtoamericabaseball.com. Some exciting stuff to announce here uh, regarding my documentary, Fighting, Cheering in Korea. Uh, I've recently gotten some great footage on the field, done some uh, tours with players, uh, KBO stars taking me around the stadium, showing me some of the cool spots that the fans hang out and what they do, and some uh, real um, unique parts of Korean baseball stadiums that most people will never get to see. They'll never make the trip over here. That's why I want to bring this documentary to you. Um, I hope to have a trailer or teaser out in the next uh, month or so. And then we'll be looking for some donations uh, for funding for taking this to the next level, film festivals, um, and things of that nature. So baseball enthusiasts um, and baseball lovers, baseball fans, take a look in the next upcoming months um, at my documentary's uh, teaser. Or you can go to my Facebook page for the documentary that is uh, Fighting, Cheering, in Korea. I'll uh, put a link on it uh, on, on my website, and you can check that out. And uh, that's about it. So enjoy some upcoming podcasts. Uh, just uh, letting you know, Chris Seddon, Jojo Reyes, Chris Oxpring will be our next one after Brandon Knight, um, where he talks about uh, MLB kicking off the season in Australia and uh, maybe a little bit outdated, but the Kim Tae-goon and... Um, uh, Shane Newman situation. His take on that was very interesting. And uh, I'm glad that's died down, but uh, I hope that we do not forget what happened there and uh, let it be a lesson to everyone that that uh, sentiment and those remarks are not tolerated. So from a almost a full moon here on a Monday night where there's no baseball on the schedule in Korea, um, I'm Philip Riccobono. Thanks for listening. Can't do it without you. Um, Take care. See you down the road.